Hi, and welcome to another Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Tom, and on today's show, I meet a webcomic artist uh, who goes by the name Awesomeness Studios online. Now, if you follow this show, you know that I draw a daily webcomic, and mine is autobiographical. Mine is about something that happens to me each day, and I draw about that. But most webcomics that are online are people who have characters and stories. One of the places to promote your comics, there are different places online. Like, of course, I have my own website, and of course, I have Instagram. But there are actual webcomic sites out there that lots of creators post to. And one of those places, and I post there myself, is called tapas.io. It is specifically for webcomics. And there are tons of webcomic creators and artists and writers. And it has a flourishing community in its forums. The forums that are on there, people helping each other. That's the thing about doing webcomics. Webcomics and artists who make them, they all support each other. And that's what I discovered at this site. And that's actually how I found this person who I talked to today. One day I was just posting on tapas and I asked a question. I just said, what are some other comics that I should follow? What are some of your favorite comic artists? And this person responded and mentioned like listed like 12 comics that I should totally check out and why. And I thought that was super cool. And that's one of the beauties of the web comics community is just the way that they support each other. You're all drawing other comics. People will say they like a storyline. They'll say they really like your artwork. It It's kind of cool. So when I actually emailed my mailing list and said, hey, just sign up on my Facebook page to do the show if you want to be on the podcast, this person signed up. She creates several different comics. I love the fact that she gets an idea, she gets passionate about it, and she, when she gets bored with it or when she decides it's gone as far as it goes, she moves on. She creates something else. I think it's really cool. She wants to go to college for art. She thinks that she might want to do animation, she might want to do comics, but she's feeling it out and actually building her portfolio. And we talk a little bit about that. We talk about how she got started in art, why she makes comics, and how she comes up with her ideas. And it was just really cool to talk to her. It reminded me of the first season of this podcast when I met uh, Selma Carrion, who was doing things with her friends and coming up with ideas, going out and drawing art. They would do it as a group. Selma, when I talked to her, wanted to be a tattoo artist and uh, we're still connected online and she actually is a tattoo artist now. So I think that's really cool that she got to do what she wanted. And I wonder and I hope the person that I'm talking to today actually gets that opportunity as well and does get to do the career that she is building up to do. Also, if you're hearing this podcast for the first time, don't forget to go to TomRaysWebsite.com where you can subscribe to the show. It's on all of the platforms. You can check out my webcomic there. And uh, you can also check out my video vlog where I document things that I do during the day, including running my own business by collecting and selling vintage and collectible toys and books and illustrated books and stuff like that online and selling them. Anyway, here is my interview with Awesomeness Studios on Tom Ray's Art Podcast. I'm Marlene and I make web comics. One reason that I wanted to talk to you, and actually you reached out to me to schedule the, uh, an interview on the show, which was fantastic because I literally was going to contact you to see if you wanted to 
talk with me on the show because I've kind of known you through the webcomic site Tapas. And, and one of the things I wanted to bring up, and this is why I was wanting to reach out to you, is because uh, they, on Tapas, even though it's not used as much, there's a way for you on your profile to do posts. And I feel like you get an alert that someone did a post and, you know, nobody really sees it because they're there to re- read webcomics. <laughs> but one time I was like, what are some other webcomics I should read? And you gave me like a full detailed list. And I thought that was so awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I really like webcomics. And I, I, whenever anyone is interested in webcomics, like, I'm just ready to, like, tell them about, because I've read plenty of webcomics, especially since I joined Tapas, because um, you can find so many there. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested in showing people, like, hey, here's some other things that other people have made, too. Yeah, you're very supportive on there, and I really dig that. And I only just got started on Tapas like a few years ago. And it, it, and I mean, just the whole thing where I, I'm just glad that now there are places to actually do web comics rather than like you just can only post it on your site. Um, and how, how did you get started drawing web comics? I'm not exactly sure how, but I remember like when I several, a couple, several years ago, I, uh, found like uh, some web comics online there was like I think the first one that I read was this cute little cat comic it was called Dr. Cat and um, it was basically about a cat doctor and like oh <laughs> it was very interesting and after reading it I was like huh I wonder if there are more web comics out there that I would like and so I did some searching and then I found this um I somehow found another cat web comic I'm not even like I'm I'm not even that much of a cat person, but I just found cat comics, and I found another one called Gamer Cat, which was about a, cats who played video games, yeah. and that was very interesting. I found on the website that you can read this comic on Tapas, and I was like, oh, I wonder what Tapas is like. And so I went to the website, and I found that it was it was this comic sharing site. Now they do not web novels too, but before it was right. just web comics and. I found an interest in them and I read some and then I made an account so I could get notifications and I realized, hey, I could make that too because I wanted to like create animated TV series for quite a while before that. And, but like, I, you know, I couldn't really do that, but I was like, oh, maybe one day I'll get there. And I was thinking, well, I could probably showcase my stories with comics right now. You want to do animated series? Uh, well, I've been wanting that for quite some time. Now I'm thinking like, because I hear stuff about the industry and like, um, how like kind of difficult it can be to like be successful in it and really get the ideas that you want out there. So if it doesn't turn well for me, maybe I'll even go into comics professionally. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. But but making a TV, making a cartoon would be great too. Yeah. And do you, how did you, uh, how did you get started drawing? Like what were some of the things that you started out with as far as like the style of drawing or what made you go, I'm going to learn how to draw? I don't know. For, for all my life, I've kind of been interested in the arts and I really liked cartoons growing up. And well, uh, I, there was one time, um, Disney had this website called Disney Create. 
where uh, basically it was it was just kind of like an art sharing site but for like kids and like they shut it down several years ago sadly but that's kind of where i really got started i uh well at least digitally like that's where i kind of started to take it seriously because i saw yeah. all these kids you know making their art and i was like wow maybe i could do that too and like this is where i started to develop my style my style has come a long way but i'm pretty sure that the first influence of it was My Little Pony. I didn't even watch My Little Pony growing up. But on Disney Create, I don't know why Disney allowed this, but they were like, okay, I guess. Uh, some kids were like making My Little Pony characters and they yeah. were just drawing them. And like, you know, like Disney had to moderate the site because like they, they had to approve every single drawing because they like, Sounds it's like a Disney. kid site. <laughs> <laughs> They have to approve of every single drawing that gets uploaded before it gets published, oh. uh, which is why it would take forever for art to come out. But still, people were doing it. So somehow they, they allowed people to make My Little Pony characters. I guess they were like, well, screw copyright laws. And, right. um, and I saw these characters and I was like, wow, these ponies look cute. And then I tried drawing my own. I tried drawing pony versions of other characters. <laughs> and uh, from there, I was like, okay, what if I like take this style and like I draw something else that looks like it? And um, nowadays, I'm more experimenting with different kind of styles. But I think they kind of all branch off this sort of style I developed at a at a younger age. Yeah. Um, I know like something that's that's very noticeable in like some of my art is like just the eye. like it's very cartoony most of the time mm -hmm. and like they have these nice big eyes and I think like that's the closest to my little pony it is right now. <laughs> the eyes I like now they're very different but like if you kind of see the evolution of the eyes over time. Yeah. You could you could kind of see the, the where they came from. So, yeah. And that goes back to the first comic that I know that you put out was um, called The Wonderful World of Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. Personally, I'm not that big of a fan of it because it was like my first comic and I'm like, oh, of course, nobody yeah, loves the I don't first like, thing like, they I put don't, out. <laughs> yeah. I don't like many of the things that I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of cringy to me nowadays, but that's good because, you know, I'm learning past that. Well, what made you, uh, even start like how did you decide this is the story that I'm going to write like because along with drawing the comics I mean it's it's one thing to just draw pictures but another thing to start writing a story and coming up with a theme like how did you first delve into even coming up with concepts and stories and characters okay so for the wonderful world of whatever it's you know very um it's kind of supposed to be a gag a day thing but there's not really much of a story except for like the fact that they're all like drawings living on a, in a computer. I, I don't know. I was trying to emphasize that a lot, but yeah. I don't know. If, it was in the description, I think, but like, I don't know if it was very clear. I, I actually, this came from an idea of a TV show that I had that like, it was about characters that live in, in a, in a computer and like, they kind of didn't know what, like how their world worked. They'd like, didn't know that they were merely drawings and they were just kind of like, living like this yeah and i decided hey what if i like make a prequel to that and then when i finally get around to making a tv show it's like oh this is the continuation of it so over time 
um, I think like towards the end of the, of the comic, I was like, you know what, like the prequel thing, this is just going to be like its own thing. Mm-hmm. But basically it is, uh, it was supposed to be a prequel to that about like, oh, uh, how this world like started being drawn. And like, that's why I purposely didn't draw backgrounds because I just wanted like to make it look as like drawn as possible, not, not like a real world. I kind of wanted just yeah. like the characters to be existing in this void. And then over time, I would draw backgrounds. But then I was like, I'm kind of getting tired of this series. So then I stopped it. I kind of, so two things on that. One, uh, you also kind of experimented with, col- that's when you first started experimenting with coloring them in. Because you would mm-hmm. do just line drawings and then you started coloring them in. And I do like how you would openly go like, as you're doing the comic, even though it was a thing, you would add in your own insight and the, you actually have a couple of series where uh, comics on uh, tapas where you will post the last one and go, you know what? This one's starting to bore me. It's not interesting anymore. I'm going to do a different one. <laughs> I, kind yeah. of, I kind of love that. It's just, you're not doing it because it's like, oh, well, I have so many followers. You, you start over and you know, some people come with you, some don't. And I love that. So it, it, I, I think, yeah. I think that's really cool that you're being honest about it. And, the, and even from that, like you ended that. And I think that was the thing you said, you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. And then you did create another one, which was, what was that? That was the four friendly, the four friendly humors. Oh, yes. I had that idea while I was making the wonderful world of whatever. Um, so <laughs> this is actually an interesting story. I think the story, the story behind this one is much more interesting. Okay. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's not, but it's, I'm sure I it think is. it's kind of cool. So um, I was like reading uh, a textbook. It was, um, it was a textbook for school and like it, it was history, I think. Yeah, it was definitely history. And we were looking at like medieval history and there was like a small section, like they were talking about medicine. And then like, I think one sentence mentioned something about humorism and like basically gave the very brief description on it. And I was like, huh, that's actually interesting. <laughs> so then I did more research on it. And I was like, wow, I could like make this into a comic or something. Mm-hmm. So I posted the comic, at least like saying, oh, this is coming soon, maybe. And like, yeah, the four friendly humors, it's going to be about the four humors. And uh, yeah. And then as I worked on Wonderful World of Whatever, you know, I got tired of it. And then I stopped and I was like, okay, I'll just return to the four friendly humors. Maybe it's, maybe it'll be a good series. Mm -hmm. And uh, I enjoy it a lot. It's actually very fun to make. And like, it's so fun that like, wow, even after it ended, I made a spinoff. The spinoff, I was like, I have to do a spinoff because as I was doing research on the humors, I like the websites are weird but like i stumbled upon like that at some point someone like made a five humor theory and they added mm-hmm. another personality and i was like that's that's a good idea for a spin-off it didn't feel right to include him in the main series so i was like okay yeah. i'll like get started on the four friendly humors i'll make it like a 20 episode mini series then when i'm done with that I'm just going to make a spinoff of that about the fifth one. I love it. You're and, like yeah. doing executive producing on your own comic. And you're like, well, this one would probably be better as its own spinoff series. So it, it, <laughs> I love that you realize yeah. that. And so you're saying that now the one that you're drawing now, the doing fine supine. Supine. 
that is the spinoff. That's the spinoff because, uh, and which one is the? So you added a character that to that one is what you're saying. Yes, uh, based on the humor supine. Um, yeah, the four friendly humors. I I had like a set goal to like do just twenty episodes because I also wanted this to be as practice, like you know, make a short series, see if I can like do something with just a few characters instead of a lot of characters like um, the wonderful world of whatever. Yeah. And then after that, I can try something else because I always want to learn something new with every series I make so that I can make something really that something that I'm really proud of later on. And then when you started the, the new spinoff series, what was your thinking behind that? Did you have a plan or were you just continuing it? And now it has an extra person. This one, it's um, this one. I wanted to be a story, like instead of a gag a day comic where like the characters are just doing something. I wanted an actual plot to happen, and like this, this like I, I have to tell you, I thought of a spinoff before even starting the four friendly humor. Like <laughs> I really already thinking had ahead. <laughs> I had this whole plan in mind, but I was like, hmm, there's a new character. This one was added in more recent times. Um, like, I think, I don't know, I think on Wikipedia it was like the fifties or something. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Cause it's like not an official thing. Like, like it's not actually a serious thing in medicine, but like, or psychology, but whatever. Um, but I, I, um, so I felt like, okay, they're at it. This is a new person. This is a new, this is a new personality. It should be a new person. Maybe I'll make it about how the original four, react to this new character Mm -hmm. and since like you know in my story i represent them as like these four characters and they live together and they're just like they're just kind of like average well they they don't look like average people but like they are basically average people living in the world it's just that they they have these like funny personalities yeah and um i was like okay this is a new character how about they all react to their reactions to this new character and as I kept like, as eventually when it came time to like focus on this comic, like like when I finally finished the Four Friendly Humors, I was like, okay, how am I going to approach doing Fine Supine? Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, so um, I tried to get more into detail about the plot. So this story is like, I'm trying to avoid gag a day stuff and really like tell something. So I decided to focus on one of the characters. Well, really two of the characters, but um, one of them is really taking uh, center stage, Sanguine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I thought it would be a good idea because um, like his, his personality is supposed to be like um, the more extroverted one. It's um, yes. like more friendly and open to people. And so I was like, okay, he would be the one most willing to interact with this new character. And, and then um, the humor choleric, that's supposed to be, it's also supposed to be extroverted. And like, look at me, I sound like I'm an expert on this. I just like read a bunch of websites and I was like, this sounds interesting. That's how everybody gets their information these days. (laughs) Yeah, and so basically this humor is supposed to be um like also also sort of extroverted but more like aggressive and like not really showing so much 
uh, emotion to other people. And also as oftentimes the one that protects uh, their um, friends and other people. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, this, this is a good dynamic. What if we have Sanguine try to approach this new uh, character and like I and a little bit, if you can see in the comics, you see kind of choleric, like trying to like. Yeah, I'm looking through him right now as you're talking. <laughs> yeah, like he's trying to stop him from talking to him. However, of course, he's not really the main focus of the story. Um, like eventually, you'll see him. I plan. I'm, I'm not done writing it, but like I plan to eventually like have him talk to Sanguine again. Mm-hmm. But like you know, um, with how Sanguine is, he kind of just like you know, doesn't really listen to him and continues to talk to Supine. And um, with the way how Supine, um, the humor is supposed to work, the personality, it's supposed to be more introverted mm-hmm. and like wants, want, has like, um, like one website described it as like a mix between melancholy and sanguine. And you're and saying one like, website described the concept you're talking about, not your cartoon. Yeah, yeah the concept. Okay. The concept um, as like basically people who want to express, but they can't really do it. And they're like a little more shy and they kind of assume that everybody understands how they're feeling. And that's going to be a major part of the story. Yeah. Um, with, if you see how they interact, you might be able to see that a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was like, okay, this could be good. Like basically this is the story about like people who are, more extroverted and are more excited about things uh talking to interacting with people who are more quiet about things and really like the flaws that go both ways i'm Mm -hmm. not trying to get too deep with it because it's just a fun story but like i guess it really kind of shows that of like how two kind of different personalities and people interact with each other and like hey like hey can people with two different personalities like be good friends you'll have to keep reading and see (laughs) (laughs) there's your tagline (laughs) yeah and the other thing too is while i'm looking at these and going through i mean talking with you i have all the past comics (laughs) that you've done open and i'm going through them and with the drawing style that we talked about before, what are you doing to create these comics? Like, what are you using? Now you've got the outlines are done in color. You're coloring them in, putting in backgrounds. So, like, what tools are you using and how do you go about creating the comic? Okay, so I got my I got my computer. I got it's, – it's a laptop. So, yeah, I have my laptop. I have my drawing tablet. Okay. Um, and the program I use is Medibang Paint. So do I. And I love yeah, that program. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Like, I, I I saw someone use it like on uh someday one day like in a in a speed paint, and I was like, huh, I wonder how that's like. And then I found out it was free, and I was like, this is great. Exactly. So, <laughs> so I've been using it basically ever since the wonderful world of whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the way how I go about making comics is um, so for the gag a day ones, the one that's like things are just kind of happening. I wrote down like notes. Um, So like on my computer, I wrote down basically what I, the gist of each episode, the gist of each comic of like what happens, like, oh, um, this person is like mad about something or like someone is um, 
I, I'm thinking of things off the top of my head, no, not even fine. like examples, but like, let's say I write down like, oh, someone is talking about how hungry they are. And like, I just write down like, like one sentence ideas yeah. of like what's going on. Um, in fact, for the wonderful world of whatever, I used to like write them down in a book, but then over time I didn't like most of the ideas. They were kind of, they were, they were pretty cringy. So I like just scrapped that and like just wrote them, wrote new ideas on my computer. And that carried over to the four friendly humors for doing fine soup fine. I wanted to practice writing a story, not just events that happen on the daily. Right. So I decided, okay, I, I made a note uh like in the notes app on my mac and um uh it's it's really just like it's just titled the four friendly humors doing fine supine and it's just a checklist of the whole plot so like um basically each, each check each bullet point is supposed to be like um an episode or like a couple of episodes and like as i draw each one i just check it off and yeah. then i like well, when I'm done drawing it, I check it off and like, um, and, and then this, this allows me to know sort of what happens in the beginning, what happens in the end and what's going on generally in the middle while allowing me to get surprised and like see what's happening. Cause I've heard that some webcomic artists do that, that they, um, I've heard that some of them just like decide to like, just write the come up with like the beginning the ending and then just kind of like a general idea of what happens like fill it in so while you're going can, along yeah so that they can be surprised other people write scripts and i'm like that right. seems interesting but i wanted to try out like just kind of like winging it and i thought that was very interesting because at one point i read um this like guy that uh one artist on tapas made about like Basically, just like tips and advice for how to make web comics, mm -hmm. how to make your story like better, how to make the art better. But I, I saw something about the story. Things, you know, start out okay, but not as great. And then, like towards the end, as like things begin to go wrong, things make things like basically as bad as possible in the end. Um, not like totally bad, but just like you know, like you know, well, how like in a conflict. hero's journey, you know, how in a hero's journey, like things things happen to the main character yeah. and like, you know, each trial becomes a little difficult, but they learn from stuff. And then at the end they have to like surpass a big task. Mm -hmm. And like, sometimes you see in movies that before that happens, things start to go very badly for them and they have to use what they learn to like overcome that. And that kind of just makes their jump much greater and makes the story more interesting. And so I read that and I looked back at my notes and I was like, you know, the ending of doing fine supine um, could be better. It was kind of lackluster. Like, I, I don't want to spoil so much, yeah. but like, uh, basically it, it seemed like, nah, like it didn't really like show like something bad going happen. It, things won't go like terribly bad. I'm just saying because it's like, it wouldn't fit the theme of my story, but basically I decided to rewrite the ending and make it make things like a little bit worse like mm -hmm. for our characters but right. basically something that will test um whether or not they can be friends yeah really and i get and what you're so, saying like one of the things the reason that that kind of advice is good is because especially when drawing a comic it's so one thing i've noticed is when you get to the last panel it feels 
so much like you want to resolve it like or put in the punchline or like the last one has to be like bottom bum or you know whatever and yeah. it's and leaving it hanging or kind of stretching it over into the next one is seems like good advice especially for something like yours that is being more serialized yeah that that's what i kind of wanted to practice like how can i make like you know how to write a good story and when it comes to like web comics usually each update if it's even if it's serialized it like has to like resolve in some sort of way mm -hmm. but if it's serialized you kind of want to hint that like something else is going to happen right. in the next update that's why you should keep reading yeah. so um because i've been trying to do that and like i think i i think i'm kind of you know getting good at it yeah. It feels the story feels like it's flowing. I I think to me, how long and does people it, seem to like it? How long does it take you to uh, do one of your comics? Um, like one episode, one page. Yeah. Um, it it will like take uh, several hours. Well, it really depends on how simple it is. Um, I don't really keep track of the time much, but I I'm gonna put it at like maybe the average one would be three to four hours. I'm not the best at estimating. I don't like usually do them in one sitting. Usually I'll be like one to two hours, like starting it out. And then like, oh, you know, I, I stop for the day. Like I take a break and then like another day I'll like keep it up. There are occasional times where I'll be able to like do it all in one sitting. Mm -hmm. But usually um, it takes it takes that long. And like, this is like me trying to draw things pretty easily and like simply. And uh, for my next comic, um, whatever it may be, like, I, I already have an idea, but for my next comic, oh. I want, I want to like make it a little more detailed. I noticed that like, um, in the four friendly humors series in the comics, um, in both of them, the backgrounds are very simplistic mm -hmm. and like the characters are so themselves are simplistic, but I sometimes feel like the backgrounds are like kind of unsatisfyingly simplistic. I don't know. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And like, you know, I feel like it's might be a little too late to change that. Like, I feel like I established that aesthetic already. Um, but for my next comic, I want to make it like actually like nice looking, like polished backgrounds and like the characters really blend in. Cause I, I wanted for, for the four friendly humors, for both of the comics, I wanted to like make the characters stand out. That's why the humans, they don't really have like designs. They're kind of just like these, they're, they're just like the head and like a body. Yeah. And it's just like, they're not even colored in. Cause I was just like, you know, this isn't about them. This is, this is about my characters here. So I need to establish that they exist because they are living in a human world, but like, who cares about them? You know, they uh -huh. they just exist. Like they only have so many interactions with them. And even like one of the episodes of the original series, basically I was trying to like imply that they don't really talk much to humans. They mostly talk to themselves, <laughs> which kind of is part of, uh, th that's kind of an important detail for doing fine supine, just so you know. Yeah. The fact that they really only talk to themselves. Have you, just to go back on the background thing, have you ever messed around with the option in Medibang Paint um, where you can, they, they have like those manga backgrounds that you can drop into the panels? I, I have not tried that. 
because like I, I don't really feel like it would fit maybe i don't either i just always find it so it, it's so funny because when i look at them yeah. there's like maybe five choices and i'm like so what are they just going to be in the exact same background every time like it doesn't seem <laughs> useful like broaden your library a little bit <laughs> but it is yeah. an interesting option i do sometimes wish they would build on it because what i've found is drawing backgrounds it takes so much longer to put all that detail into stuff that's just in the background. That's why I'm wondering, like, yeah. you know, you've got the background, you're using colors to show the separation. So that's why I was wondering how long it took you to do it, because if you were to do backgrounds, it would add to it. But I mean, are there other things that you do too? Or is like web comics kind of like the one obsession or the one creative outlet you have? Or do you have oh. some other things that you kind of do? Oh, well, um, I have, uh, my Instagram page and like there you can kind of just see um like like there are times where uh, yeah you know my Instagram page mm -hmm. I will sometimes like draw um my my own standalone things sometimes they're like um sometimes they're original characters some a lot of the times I like to do fan art because fan art is just very fun I just draw things that interest me um and like now inkto well inktober and like really oh yeah you're participating I, I, in that i, I see I, I i like to really call it like art prompt october because during the month of october like every single art prompt that you can think of just appears on the internet <laughs> True. um yeah and especially this year people are like turning away from the official inktober list like i'm actually doing someone else's list right now oh. and um yeah, and yeah, I'm, I plan to like, so you'll be seeing some ink drawings during this month. And are you doing them digital ink or are you doing actual inking? Uh, I'm doing actual nice. inking. I like, I like taking this time to like practice how to draw with ink. Um, I think the first Inktober that I participated in really helped me get comfortable with ink because like before I really didn't draw with ink, it was either like pencils or digital. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I have to learn how to do this. I should take <laughs> advantage. And so I tried doing it and my ink drawings weren't that great in my opinion, but they were, they still looked nice. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I, you know, I tried to like do it regularly um, when it comes to traditional stuff. And now occasionally you'll see me doing, um, if I'm doing something traditionally, I'll usually, uh, I'll many times put ink. Um, it's either like a, like a really good sketch or I'll use ink. Um, so like some recent stuff I posted were ink drawings. Okay. Yeah. What are you inking with? Are you using a brush or a quill pen or a mechanical pen? Like what, what are, what's your inking tool? Uh, like, like, I'm not really, like, so serious so much about, like, artist tools. Like, the last thing I did was with a Sharpie pen. Like, I, That's I did fine. one That's what drawing. Tim Burton uses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did one drawing that was, like, full-on, like, Sharpie pen. Once I did something with a Sharpie marker. For the past two years for Inktober, I'm pretty sure I used, like, regular ballpoint pens. Yeah. And that yeah. would be, like, the Space Rabbit that you drew or the, the recent one that you did uh, just today, I think, was yeah, the those, Eyes those one. Those recent ones were um, with the Sharpie pen. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd, that's perfectly fine to use that. I was just curious what yeah. you did use. When I first started following you, there was a link to your YouTube page, and I went there, and you had some drawing videos. And now on your YouTube page, there's there are no videos there anymore. So uh, tell me about the videos you used to have on there and, you know, what was going on with that YouTube page. Okay. I So the videos, they were just kind of like uh, me, like, 
I was trying to really be like, you know, one of those story time animators that they kind of just talk about like their lives and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was that was like cool. But then after some time, I fell out of interest. Um, I fell out of interest. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? This isn't really my thing. I yeah, I realized I wasn't really much of an animator. Like, like I I, kind of got tired of like animating. And Mm -hmm. so I decided, okay. I did like make one kind of like story, which maybe I'll put it back because it was like kind of, I was, I actually kind of liked the story. It's like a Christmas, uh, like it was a little Christmas poem. I just like kind of wrote one day on my tablet. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just out of nowhere. And, um, but yeah, I got rid of the videos because I was like, you know, this isn't really something I want to do. I kind of like gave up on that and I didn't really want to, keep doing stuff i like when i first joined tapas i was like follow my youtube channel and like i'll try to do these videos and stuff but like and i asked people like for requests about what should i talk about but then i kind of like lost interest in that and i realized i really liked comics so i focused on the comics instead and i was like okay i'll just like stop this youtube channel i didn't feel like deleting it because i still kind of use it to like watch videos you still need it to have an account and yeah yeah. I, I did like make another YouTube channel, not 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 really much there, but like yeah, I kind of stopped using the Awesomeness Studios channel. The stuff that I had didn't really show the best I could do, so that's why I felt like removing them. Right, and I love the fact that you're just like again, I'm not into this anymore, so eh, I'm going to delete it. That's the beauty of the internet; you can just get yeah. rid of it. I mean. Uh, unless people like tons and tons of people follow you and everybody's screen sharing it and has it all over the place. But when you're starting out and doing things, it's like, yeah, you can test things out. And if you don't like it, move on, go somewhere else. So yeah, I don't want to look like a kind of person that's just like, Oh, I'm bored of this. I'll like stop it because no, I, I, no, do no, no. Not, I don't take I it that do way. Not, yeah. I don't want, I like, I, I, I try to stick to it until I'm like, I can't really kind of make anything of quality with this. Like, I don't really feel like, like, even if I get a little like unmotivated, I'll try to finish it. Like with the four friendly humors, uh, I had a goal for 20 episodes. And towards the end, I was like, I don't really know what else I can really make them do. Yeah. And so I was like, but I'm going to stick to the 20 episodes because I said I would. And I still like these characters. So I kept going and I tried to get to the end and it was, it was was fun. I didn't feel like, Oh, I'm finally glad that's over. I felt like, yay, I accomplished this comic. I like the characters that I make and I hope to use them for future things. I think that's the best way to think about it. So what would you say is one of the difficult things about you wanting to do web comics or like, what are some of the problems that you face wanting to do this and just even art in general? Uh, I think the lack of time sometimes yeah. I'm kind of a busy person and like I, I just I, I would like to be able to do this as as like something artistic as a job and like that I hope I'll be able to have time that's part of the reason why I like try to do only weekly updates like sometimes I wish I could do faster like like twice a week updates but I'm just like I don't know if like eventually the buffer will like get too quick uh like like the buffer will go away too quickly and then i'll have to like go on hiatus again right and you know like you know hiatuses are normal for web comics like they happen all the time but i'm just like 
I, you know, got to try to avoid them as much as possible. I'm trying my best that maybe doing fine supine will be short enough to avoid hiatuses. The four friendly humors ended up having a hiatus at one point. Yeah. But I made sure that the buffer for doing fine supine was big enough that it probably won't happen. Let's see. Well, how do you make up the time for it? Because, um, I, I mean, do you have a method that you at least try to follow or do you uh, set aside a set of time? Uh, set aside scheduled time for some reason that was a hard sentence to say set aside scheduled time for uh doing the comics or like how 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 have you tried to overcome that uh well sometimes i will set aside scheduled time see it's hard to say isn't it (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes i will set aside scheduled times for for uh making comics uh however that usually isn't so possible so um like uh, sometimes on the weekends, I might be able to like, uh, make something. I know like during the summer, I'm, I'm uh, able to like do it. I'm, I have much more time. So I'm able to do something. I actually like had like for like maybe a whole month, I just kind of like had a certain time, like in the morning oh, okay. to just like work on the comic. And I kept doing that. And that's how I kind of like kept the buffer going for quite a bit. Um, now like, I, I have some days where I'm like, okay, I could do it at this time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just try to find my best. Uh, I try to find the best times I have hmm. to make stuff. I, I try to find time, but I also um, want to make sure to have the motivation to, to do it. Oh, yeah. Because I, I don't want to, like, work on something, but, like, also feel, like, bored and tired of doing it. Because, you know, as you know, as it goes uh, with anything creative, if you're not really interested in it, then like people will probably be able to tell. And I don't want people to see that. So I like, I, I don't want to, I don't always make sure that I'm like super interested. But if like one day I'm just like really tired and not into it and I can't really write anything, I'm just like, okay, I'll take a break today and I'll like go do something else fun and like maybe another time I'll do it. And like one time, I think that was really helpful. Like I was trying to make a comic and I was like, it wasn't really coming out well. So I like just scrapped it and I went and did something else. And then another day I worked on it. I was like, oh, I have a good idea on like how I'm going to like represent this idea that I wrote in my notes. Yeah. In when it comes to making like comics, like as I said, I make a I made a list of like like one line sentence ideas and that kind of just allows me to like wing it as I go like um yeah this episode came out so like I can say like I wrote down as one of the episodes idea like they fly kites and like in that episode I was like okay how do I represent them like they're going to fly kites (laughs) but I have to make it like not end up so well because you know like it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like and you I, can I dip want... into those old storylines yeah. or those thoughts that. It, yeah. That's actually kind of interesting. I'd like, uh, that's a good idea. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Just like writing down one line, like don't even worry about it. Go, Oh, here's a thing. Maybe I could build something off of that. And then later on when you're looking for inspiration, there it is. Yeah. Huh. And like, I, you know, I said like, okay, uh, they fly kites. And like in the comic, you know, they, they try to do that, but uh, one of the kites just like gets lost, right. it just flies away. Yeah, like I came up with that idea on the fly because like I needed to show like there that like this kind of like forced friendship isn't really going so well. So mm-hmm. 
you know, here's why. And then like future updates, like stuff like that will happen. So yeah. And here's something I wondered uh, with you're a person who, when you're done with a comic, you end it. How do you promote the new one that you're going to do? Or how do you get the word out about the new, the new ideas or the new series that you create when you do that? You know, on Tapas, they have a wall, so I can like post uh, stuff there and like send it as, as, um, and it sends as a notification to my followers. And, uh, so you use the, you use the, uh, the, the abilities that they have there yeah and yourself. like other things is like i know for um like on the tapas forum i asked like hey how can i like hype up this like new idea mm-hmm. like this spin-off and uh they were like oh you could like make a backdoor pilot which is like basically I saw that you did that i was wondering about that yeah. yeah like a backdoor pilot where you basically put in the older series like hey um like this new thing is happening and um that 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 therefore like older readers can like know about the new thing and like you know sometimes this happens on tv you'll see like like i don't know a character like leave to like go somewhere else and then there's a new series about that character in that new place or yeah Um, or they'll have an episode that's strictly like the a one-off i I'm going to use a really dated example, but like on Three's Company, when the landlords, the Ropers, went off to do their own show, there was an entire episode that was about the Ropers on Three's Company. Anyway, I'm sure there are better examples I could think of instead of one that you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's all right. And, um, you know, I also talk about it on my social media. So I have Instagram. I I use Discord, so I like tell Discord servers that I'm on, like, like, uh, there is this one server that I'm in that I basically just, like, I was trying to be funny, but, like, also, like, plugging in my story, like, hey, guys, I make comics. You should probably, like, read this. And, like, you know, making jokes about, like, hey, you should all read my comic. And, like, you know, now I have some people from that server reading my comics. How do you so, find the Discord yeah. servers that you're on? Like, like uh, how do you choose the ones you want to be on, I mean? I mean, usually I, I stick to ones that are made by people that I follow on the internet. So, you know, okay. my, my Instagram, you know, an Insta, uh, an Instagrammer that I follow, like, they're like, oh, we're making a Discord server. You should join. And I'm like, wow, I kind of think that person is cool. So I'll join in. Um, I've like joined like a couple of servers that were that like people advertised on the Tapas forums. There's this one that I joined that's like, uh, basically for tapas creators it's not an official server but really? like some people like some people were like oh hey let's uh make a a server and they were like hey everybody join the the the, the tap creators avenue and i joined it and it was nice and i get to talk to other people that create stuff there so what kind of stuff so, yeah. goes on in the the tapas themed one basically like art advice comic advice web novel advice you know people are talking people also talk about like their lives it's kind Mm -hmm. of just a place to hang out and like talk about stuff that's kind of how all the servers i am are like okay uh, right now i asked someone like hey can can like anyone help me make a good art portfolio and uh like some someone like i'll I'll answer them later but someone like said like oh what kind of portfolio so you know i was just gonna ask that same question (laughs) (laughs) yeah just a place to talk and like interact with other creators and gain support from them so what kind of art portfolio are you looking to make uh i guess what what would be the purpose of 
what you want to do with it is it would be okay. a more specific question. Like, is it an art portfolio for comics or is it for animation or like, like it kind of like showing the art I make. It's really an art portfolio to go to college, but yeah. Right. <laughs> um, of course I would, you know, I guess I could also adapt that portfolio to just being used as like commercially later on in my life. Yeah. No, I, the only art school that I've actually gone to, at least aside from the one that's here where I live, uh, is when I went to go talk to Ivan Brunetti down in Chicago. And that was the, uh, Columbia school of art down in Chicago. And that one seemed really cool. I really enjoyed the campus there. So I don't know if you've ever looked at that one, but I'm just throwing it out there because I've been there. It's the only, it's the only one that I can actually speak to. Whereas the other ones I can go, those are fine schools. I know nothing about them. (laughs) That's cool that you're putting the portfolio together. And I really, I never thought about the discord thing before or heard about the one that's in tapas. So that's all good advice. I'm going to have to go check that out. There's several Tapas Discord servers, or so I've heard that like people are just like, "Hey, fellow Tapas creators, join this <laughs> server." There's no official one yet, but it's like we have the forums anyway, so it's like no big deal, right? And um, and I almost forgot like, to bring up the forums, so I'm glad that you brought that up because the forums are actually super helpful and very active, and I I think that yes. that's really cool. Yeah, um, like I think for my first year on Tapas, I didn't really touch the forums. I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I checked it out and it was pretty interesting. I, I, It's very active. And I hear that like even other people from other websites use, I think people from Webtoons, although oh. the website, like I've heard, I haven't really interacted much with them, but I've met like a couple of people. They use the Tapas forums because Webtoons doesn't have their own. Right. So it's it's very active and you'll like see mostly tapas creators but like other people too. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that webtoons is so much more prevalent or popular. I think it's because of the name because interactively and uh even the site wise it's not as friendly as tapas is. And I hate to yeah. be like, you know, trumpeting the tapas thing but on webtoons it's like you can't even I don't know. I, I don't need to get into it but I think that tapas yeah, is a much no, more I- like usable platform and of course i i've made several you know art art friends and like i've met people online and i get support from them and i i i find it very interesting and it's it's enjoyable where can people or where would you like to send people to check out your stuff yeah i would i would like for them to check out uh my my tapas account and also my instagram so um like I'm, I'm trying to change the URL to like be awesomeness studios, but I think because I signed in with like this Gmail account that I made like in middle school, like it's it's tapas.io slash randomness one six six four eight. I'll see if I can try to change it, but right. Um, but like my Instagram is like awesomeness.studios. Great, and then. I want to thank you so much for uh, reaching out to actually be on the podcast. I was really happy that I was getting a chance to meet you finally. You know, ever since I like heard of the podcast, I was like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to like be, be on it. I thought it was interesting. And then when you were um, like posting like the scheduling, I was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'm glad you did. I'm really mm-hmm. happy I got the chance to talk with you. Yeah, I'm happy to be here and happy to talk. Mm-hmm.